imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women? Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Lead Hership Global. I am so excited to welcome all of you to this week's podcast, where we are going to be speaking with Zondra Evans, executive producer of the communications award-winning TV network, Zondra TV, best-selling author, and certified self-investment strategist. Today, we are going to be speaking with Zondra about finding your sweet spot in leadership. And I got to tell you, this is a conversation that I think applies to everyone. You know, to maximize your effectiveness, no matter where you are in your career journey, you've got to find your sweet spot. Your sweet spot is where your motivations and your strengths actually intersect. When you find your sweet spot by identifying your motivations and understanding your strengths, you'll actually experience increased joy and fulfillment because you'll be in your most natural position. To impact the world, you have to get in the right position. This means finding where your skills and your motivations intersect. Your sweet spot will help you stay engaged and happy while helping you inspire others around you on a common mission. To find your sweet spot, you first have to know what motivates you to be successful and what drives you to take on the responsibility of leadership. When you focus on the reasons behind your actions, you'll begin to understand your motivations. It takes a lot of motivation to lead an organization, and understanding yours allows you to lean on them whenever you need a push. Listen in as Zondra Evans, executive producer of the communications award-winning TV network, Zondra TV, helps explain how you can reach your full potential as you continue to pursue your true north in your sweet spot of leadership. Now, before we jump in, let me tell you just a moment about Zondra. Zondra Evans is the executive producer of Zondra TV, and Zondra TV Network touts itself as an affordable global marketing and advertising company that leverages TV streaming platforms such as Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, and BC TV with a potential reach of, get this, more than 200 million viewers and users. This is truly a global multimedia platform. Zondra TV prides itself on creating a TV platform to showcase small businesses locally, nationally, and globally. Zondra TV Network is the first to develop a TV media incubator where you can learn how to pivot and become a TV show producer. She has shared the stage with Sharon Lecter, Susie Carter, and Mark Victor Hansen, and she's a multiple best-selling author and a certified self-investment strategist who believes in the power of investing in you. So I got to tell you, I am so excited to begin this conversation with Zandra. Thank you so much for joining us today, Zandra. Thank you for being on the Lead Hership Global Podcast. 
I'm so happy to be here. This has been in the making. So uh, thank you so much for having me. So tell us a little bit about your journey, if you don't mind, Sandra. What's led you to have such passion around leadership and leadership in the media and also leadership unique to women? Yeah, yeah, you know, that, that's a loaded question. We probably could take 30 minutes to talk about that. But a little bit about my history. I um, came from a corporate background. I'm a corporate vet of 40 years. And about five years ago, I got the golden handshake. Uh, I like to refer to it as that instead of a layoff. I had never been laid off in my life. And I really came out to do, you know, the things that I love to do. I love, you know, to coach. I'm a certified coach for life leadership and transformation. I also wanted to, sell, you know, create a couple of best-selling books. Did that. Uh, and then I wanted to be get back on stage. I wanted to be on larger stages and do my motivational, inspirational speaking. So when I left corporate, that's what I left to do. But uh, sometimes in your journey, you will be presented uh, here and there with what I call a blue rose moment. And that blue rose moment is that unfamiliar, uh, it's not customary uh, thing that, that you could do in your life. And it's whether or not you're courageously intentional to say yes. And so I said yes to TV. There's a lot of stuff that happened in between. But I said yes to TV, not knowing that that really is part of my sweet spot and it's where I lead the best. Yeah, I love that. I love the blue rose moment, but I also really am intrigued by this idea of sweet spot leadership. So can you help define that a little bit and help tell our listeners what you mean by sweet spot leadership? Yeah, you know, my 40 years in corporate, I was a leader and I didn't even realize this is what I was doing. But, you know, a lot of times when we, you know, first are promoted in corporate then you think, you know, you put you take a little of this person, a little of this leader and you try to come together with that. I, I don't know. It really supports imposter syndrome. Right. Like, who are you and why are you here? So. I didn't realize that probably about my 10th year into my 40 year corporate experience is when I started doing sweet spot leadership. And I didn't even realize that was what it was. I think I came up with that term because to me today, now that I look in the rearview mirror, I look at that and go, isn't it a wonderful thing when, first of all, you start with self? And that you understand where your sweet spot is and that you lead in that sweet spot and you'll see that it'll be very elegant. It'll be organic. It'll be truly who you are. And so starting with myself is where I started with this sweet spot leadership. But what I really mean by that is, you know, when you've got a team of people around you. It is more important that you understand people's sweet spot, like where they're going to perform the best. And that's really what you accentuate day to day, the areas where they're great at. And then over time, you decide what kind of investments you're going to make in those areas of opportunity for that person. But, but people go to work or people are in a business because you enjoy it or that you love it. You know, there's a small percentage of people come to work that do a poor job. They come to do a great job. And so sweet spot leadership is understanding, find that sweet spot in your people, find that sweet spot in you, and then you can definitely accelerate and soar. Love that, Zandra. And you have definitely found your sweet spot in Zandra TV Network, which is just an unbelievable media empire. You saw the trend early 
um, and identify this, this huge opportunity on Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Comcast, Roku, and you developed your own network, Zondra TV network designed specifically for small business entrepreneurs and solopreneurs because you have a passion about providing an affordable platform for businesses to scale and to grow their businesses locally, regionally, and globally. So talk to me a little bit about what led you to Zondra TV Network and how you found your sweet spot in leadership through Zondra TV? Oh my goodness, what led me here? God said, I, I posted something the other day that said um, about knowing, right? You may not know, but God does. And even better than that, he knows it from before you even entered into your mother's womb. God knows. And so I didn't really know um, that TV was my thing. I didn't know it was my jam. I hired a PR agent and, you know, everybody should, you know, invest in themselves. That's why I wrote a best-selling book called The Power of Investing in You. If you don't believe that you're the most valuable asset and the true resource, then uh, go back to the drawing board because you really are. And so I hired her to get me on bigger stages. I wanted to speak on stage with a mic in my hand in front of thousands um, but what happened in that, um, you know, hiring her is that we actually started booking me on TV and radio. And it was crazy because people were asking me to come back, come back, come back, come back and do another interview. And I was loving it. I was like, oh, this is fun. Um, but then one day um, I had one thing left to do on my vision board. And it was Fireside Chat with Zandra and I had envisioned being able to sit around with my girlfriends, have a great time and talk about something like maybe dating in the new millennium, right? I, I didn't know, but I, that's what I wanted to do. Uh, three days before I filmed the show professionally, somebody called me, I live in Dallas. Somebody called me out of Atlanta, said they heard about me from somebody in Chicago uh, and that I'd be a great talk show host. Well, I'm filming talk shows in two days, three days. So I'm like, okay. And I was like, should I buy it? Shouldn't I buy it? I mean, I'm a solopreneur. It costs some money. And I was like, I don't know. But I prayed about it. And God said, buy it. And so just sealed this story. The day that I bought the channel, geese showed up at my window of my office. And I was like, oh my God, what does geese mean? And so I looked it up and it was like, forge ahead with confidence. You're on the right track. And I was like, what? After I've written this check, I bought this, this channel and I'm like, but you're going to look crazy. You've got two shows and you, and you got a channel that doesn't make sense. But the next day, double the amount of geese came to my window. And I was like, it was like, God was speaking to me, forge ahead. You're on the right track. And I was like, I don't know what track this is. Cause I'm not a, you know, in media, but I filmed the two shows and those two shows then catapulted me to Comcast cable. I would have never this is not what I do, y'all. So, you know, just know uh, this is absolutely what I call that blue rose moment. So they called me up and said, um, we are looking for an organic talk show host. Uh, they had asked the guy in Atlanta that sold me the Roku channel. And uh, they said, we love you and we want you and your content. And I was like, this is so amazing. And so I signed contract on that. And so now we are in DC, we're in um, Pennsylvania, 
And uh, we just added another, I've got another place that they've added me anyways, about 200,000 people watch me every Wednesday morning. I don't even get to see it because it's regional Comcast, uh, but you know, I'm on Comcast cable. And so it's great marketing advertisement for us, right? And anybody that interviews directly with me, they end up on Comcast cable. So they get that and there's no charge for that. We just give it to you because I don't even see it myself, but I have gotten lots of clients from that area because they see me on TV. Um, and then it, the story continues. I don't know if you want me to continue, but then I got offered <laughs> by the people that were interviewing me to join their family. And, and, and that gave me more Roku, Amazon, and Apple. And then uh, in 19, uh, God spoke to me and said, build a network. And I said, what? August of 19. And I was like, okay. And then he whispered to me as well. And I want you to build a, a media incubator. And I want you to teach everybody what I've taught you. That's how it happened. That's just incredible. And I love your generosity here where you are willing to teach others to follow in your footsteps. So it's not just about catapulting your own success, but it's about lifting up everyone with you and ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to create their own media empire, if that's what is part of their path. And I love also that, you know, one of the, I think, distinguishing characteristics of Zondra TV is the fact that you tell interesting, compelling, emotionally engaging stories. And those stories can be human stories. They can be stories about businesses. They can be stories about leaders, but you really help those stories come to life. Um, and I do think that video is an incredibly important medium to tell your brand story, to tell your leadership story, to tell your personal brand story, to showcase products and services, but in a way that engages the audience. So we're not talking about infomercials. We're really talking about compelling real life stories that are brought to life on Zondra TV. So tell me a little bit about how you lift other leaders up and what you do to help tell their story. Yeah, that's really good. I love that you asked me that, um, you know, cause I, I, uh, I'm still coaching like to this day, I'm still coaching one-to-one, um, uh, people was I coach one to many. No, I coach one-to-one -one because something magical happens in, in, in our, in my one-to-one -one coaching. I can't talk about nobody else. And so, um, I really believe in being able to pour into people where they are. And that's the thing, you know, a lot of times we want to develop a program or develop something and, and really, think that it's generic, uh, we'll put it on a learning management system and everybody learns the same and everybody needs the same. And I don't believe that. And so uh, I've just learned how to um, stay in what I call the non-judgment zone, meet people where they are and pour into them. 40 years of corporate experience, I can tell you just about anything you need to know. I can tell you how to get that seat uh, and earn that seat at the corporate boardroom table. I can tell you those things, but I can tell you in a way um, that it is, if it's you, your style and what you need. And so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is people don't know what they don't know, but if you encourage them in the areas where their sweet spot is, that is the highest level of operational leadership that you'll ever experience. People feel something from that. 
That's right. And so, Zondra, thinking about sweet spot leadership, can you help someone who says, I don't know where my sweet spot is. I don't know what I'm good at. I, you know, I've been so demoralized or disillusioned, or I feel so demeaned where I am in my life right now that I don't even know what I'm good at. Can you help them remember who they are and the giftedness that they've been given and the talents that they have? How would someone begin that journey of self-awareness about who they were designed to be? Yeah, that is such a great question. And it comes up all the time. I was actually on Clubhouse the other day um, moderating with a bunch of ladies uh, about this very topic. You know, here's the thing. Most of us really don't want to spend quality time with ourselves. And that's just all it is to it. Um, we're uncomfortable with it. And, and I, you know, part of me says that we were born in this world to be uncomfortable with that quiet time with ourselves. And so people think quiet time means, okay, I'm in there, I no interruptions, but yet you've got a little music going on in the background or you, you know, your kids can run in and interrupt you or, you know, the dog starts barking in the room you're in. I'm talking about 100% silence. No interruptions, no phone, no music, no laptop, no nothing. Be deliberate about it and schedule 15 minutes with yourself at least once a month. And I'm gonna tell you two questions you're gonna ask. Who am I and why am I here? And I say that because most people don't know who they are and they don't know why they're here. And they have imposter syndrome. People are trying to be who they need to be. And now we've got this new you know, language, you know, be the best version of you. Now, I, you know, listen, God didn't make me to be a version. I'm not a Rev 1.0. I'm not version 2.0. I am Zondra Evans and I know who I am. I know why I'm here. But if people would be willing to be that deliberate to take the time, the answers that you receive at first is going to be reminders. You know, don't forget to pick up the dry cleaner. Don't forget to get the spaghetti for dinner tonight. But if you train your mind, which is a muscle, if you train your mind, to sit quietly and continue to ask that question, I guarantee you, you're going to hear the answer. Most of us run away. We run away from it because we don't want to hear that answer because that answer is going to be the thing that your family's going to go, what are you doing? Uh, it's not going to be readily um, you know, visible to you. How are you going to make money doing that? How will you feed your children? How will you, you know, pay your rent? All of that starts coming up, but I, I challenge you to let that go and just hear who am I and why am I here? Because then the next step is weaving that into your daily walk every single day, your life will soar. You'll see yourself starting to soar when you start pouring that into good, good, good ground. That's what, that's what we're here to do. I love that. And I think it also gives the time and space so that someone who is feeling really defeated has the opportunity to be reminded of their their incredibly sacred gifts their their giftedness their talents their purpose and so they get to sort of reclaim their power and i love that you need to give yourself time and permission to really explore why you're here and who you are. I think that's so important. Now, say someone goes through that process and they begin to be reminded 
of what their purpose is, what their dreams are, what their mission and vision is. And they become really ignited, really passionate about that. Then what? How do they go about finding that blue rose moment? Yeah, that, that's a really great question. I love when you said ignite yourself because my next show, that's our tagline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so when you said that, I'm like, did you know? Were you in the meeting? I'm excited about the next show we're doing. Um, but let me tell you, that's why I said you weave it into your every, everyday living because there's something about being comfortable uh, with uncomfortableness. And just to jump out and think, oh, that's going to be a business or that's going to be. No, maybe not. Not yet. Uh, Timing and tone is extremely important. But your next step after you really know is how do I walk out my everyday living and apply that? And so you start to look for those opportunities. And really, it's your practice time for you to get good at it. And then as you continue to walk in that excellence. God's going to give you the rest of the way. Oh, you could have a business doing this or you could do that. Or people will start telling you. I mean, I've had people tell me before I was a coach. Oh, my God, you're such an awesome, awesome coach. I was like, okay, (laughs) you know, maybe I am then, you know, because I was practicing those skills. And so you practice. Practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes improvement. And when you get that perfectness out of your mind and you just start trying it on for size, you know, no, some people go to the store and just look at a dress and go, I'm buying that dress without trying it on. But really, everything kind of needs to be tried on. And so you start walking in that in that safe zone of trying that what you've heard, because it is something to serve the universe. I promise you. I think that's so much more accessible to be able to say, I'm just going to focus on improvement. I don't need to be perfect. I'm just going to improve 1% a day, every day. I'm just going to get that much better, just a little bit better every day. And I also love this idea that not only do we need to give ourselves permission to give up this idea of perfection, but I think we can also think about um, just exploring, just sort of experimenting with possibilities. We don't have to have all the answers right away. We can just sort of experiment. We can sort of just begin to explore the possibility of becoming a coach or becoming an advertising executive or becoming a mathematician or whatever it is that we are interested in exploring. It doesn't mean that that is a locked in path that there is no um, opportunity to move away from that if it doesn't serve us. And I, I think that that gives a lot more permission to explore and to play and to be playful in the way that you think about engaging in yeah. your life story. I think that's great. Absolutely. Actually, that's your first Blue Rose moment. I keep putting up the Blue Rose because when you really understand that and you start applying it, it's your first Blue Rose moment. I don't care if it's this tiny. Uh, I don't care if you, you know, don't do it every single day, but it's your first Blue Rose moment. That thing that says it's unconventional. I'm, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with it. You know, what are people going to think of me if I do this? You know, my first motivational CD that I did over 20 some odd years ago, nobody's doing a CD anymore. I keep saying I'm going to load it on Anchor or someplace. But, you know, that's what I talked about. Find that thing. And 25 years ago, I found that thing that I learned how to weave that into my um, daily walk. And it was it was I wouldn't call it sweet spot leadership, but I would just call it 
that intentionally causing someone else to have a great day. That that takes courage. You you have a not so great a day, but yet you're always looking. I'm always looking. Can I tell her she looks great in that dress? Can I give her that compliment? Those are some of the things, you know, that we take for granted that actually could change the trajectory of someone that we run into. So, yeah. Oh, it's so inspiring, Sandra, (laughs) really. I mean, you're such a gift and you're such a powerful leader. You're such an inspiring leader. And I'm so grateful for the time that you've spent with us, but I'm going to be greedy and ask for one more uh, bit of advice from you. You know, you've been on such a remarkable journey and you've created such impact in the lives of hundreds and hundreds of people, if not thousands and thousands of people. And along the way, I'm sure that you've received leadership advice yourself from others that you admired and that you really respected. So as you have continued to forge your own path, what is the best leadership advice that you've ever received that you've integrated into your leadership? I love it. So many things. Right. But I'm going to tell you this one thing, because someone actually, you know, kind of poured this into me early on. And, and, and it basically says, let your integrity and your ethics, your work ethics speak for itself. And when you do, the rest will come. Let your integrity and your work ethic speak for itself. You don't have to be the super duper book. Just what you do, do it in excellence and, and do it with integrity and you'll see your life change. And that is the truth. Now, some of that has to maybe you might have to you know evoke some of that change, right? That people are just not going to give it to you. You know, I look at where I am today, 40 years in corporate America. And now here I am out in, you know, the t- in TV land. But I'm willing to do that because you know what? Let my integrity and my work ethic speak for itself and the rest will come. And that's the way it's been. And along the way, you lift up others. You pour into others and you lift up others and you share your knowledge and expertise generously. And I think that really matters too. It's it's your spirit that I think uh, for me definitely shines through, Zandra. You are such a very giving, caring a generous leader, and that can be rare, right? And so not only do I think you embody this idea of humble leadership, because you're always on this continuous journey of learning and growing and developing and evolving as a person, but you try to lift up those around you to, to come with you on this journey. This isn't about your own stardom. This is really about creating opportunity for others. And there's something about that spirit that I think really is unique and defines you uniquely. So again, Sandra, so thrilled that you're here with us. So happy that we got to share your expertise with the other uh, leaders in Leadership Global. And I, again, just really want to thank you so much for being with us today and for sharing your thought leadership, sharing your expertise, sharing your guidance and your, your solid advice. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And thank you for the work that you're doing uh, in Leadership Global. That's awesome. Um, I'm uh, extremely impressed with the organization. So thank you so much, Linda. Thank you. Thank you for joining Leadership Global, a podcast for and about unstoppable women stepping into courage, claiming their power and embracing bold leadership. Join us each week 
as we talk to a collection of inspirational women changing the world and tackling the most pressing issues we're facing today as women and as leaders. See you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.